everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 7th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Golden in the 2020s, five-digit realm. Compete, don't complain. Conviction, offended by selling. One day closer to an all-time high. Hello, my elite friends. How are you guys doing today? Check out tonight. <laughs> Check out Friday's show, This Week in Bitcoin. It was great. Christian was on. Uh, old, old Ugly Goat was on. Right now, go there now. Techbalt.com. Follow me on Twitter at Techbalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. But I got to tell you, ugly, old ugly goat, he said labor should not be taxed. There's a little preview for you. Also, he scared everyone straight by telling stories from his time in jail. You can skip that stuff and play it to 2X. Remember, it's taped. You can jump around. If you get freaked out by what old ugly goat says on This Week in Bitcoin, you can skip stuff. I mean, you just, just don't come complain to me and say, oh, it was horrible. Skip it. If you don't like uh, being scared straight, skip it or play it to 2X. All right. Also, uh, the, <laughs> yesterday was the Beyond Bitcoin show. Of course, uh, talking about the the riots and all the current events. And on that note, it seems like in, in this day uh, that everyone wants to be part of a cause, a, a greater good people. I've said this before. You should be your own cause. Be your own cause. Don't let some sacrificial cause distract you. Do not get distracted from yourself here, people. You'll end up uh, old and broke, dude, if you uh, join uh, the, the uh, cause of the month, the flavor of the month, the flavor of whatever you want to call it, uh, that, that sacrifices yourself for the greater good. Be Straighten up your own life. Make your own bed. And uh, yes, be your own cause. Now, Let's jump into a, a serious question here. Let's say you're a middle-class person, upper, upper middle-class person, American, and you're not in debt, okay? But someone owes you, and you don't need cash flow right now. You don't need cash because you're not in debt. You don't need the cash right now. But someone owes you $15,000, all right? Um, would you be willing to accept one Bitcoin uh, to extinguish that debt now. I would. I, I definitely would. If someone owed me $15,000 and they said, you know, Adam, okay, let's make a deal. I'll just give you a Bitcoin right now. I'd be down with that. I'd be, that that's, that's cool with me. That's fine with me. It's over. Let's, let's, that's it. And then uh, we, we, we would go our separate ways. Now, I've talked about this in other videos to make deals with people who owe you money and stuff. But this is a, I don't think many people would answer yes to that question. No, not many people. Most people would, would say, oh, no, I want the cash. I don't care how long it takes. Just I want the cash. All right. I want the cash. I, 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 I'm curious. I think one day, I, one day there are going to be more people that definitely uh, are on my side of the uh, equation there and would rather have Bitcoin. Then uh, right now, at today, the Bitcoin is worth uh, $9,700 or something as of the time of the show. I think that's important to say if you're, if you're watching this in, in the future. And uh, it's not – it will never be the majority of the people. It will never be the majority uh, of the upper middle class or middle class or whoever that, that's owed money that will say, yeah, they'd rather have Bitcoin than, uh, 
than more cash, but I think some people are going to get it. And when people, when there are a substantial amount of people like me out there that are willing to take Bitcoin instead of cash, because there's, there's some very convenient reasons uh, for, for taking Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, and just get, and just getting it over with and just stashing it away. Okay. Uh, and so I think people are going to wake up to it eventually that, that at least people in the 20%, it'll ne never be the majority and they'll probably never be the majority of the 20 percenters. I mean, people are into instant gratification and, uh, well, in, in this case, it would be instant gratification, but the fulfillment of, uh, of what they said they would get, I, I want all my money, but, but they're going to understand if you get your Bitcoin, if you get it in Bitcoin, you'll get all your money in, in, in terms of fiat. It'll just it will be eventually, eventually you will, and you'll get more. So uh, I look forward to the day when more and more people uh, say yes. So I'm curious uh, how many people would actually say yes. So you want to get into Bitcoin before uh, there are more people like uh, me saying yes. Speaking of the future, and I don't know how far into the future uh, when, when there when they're going to be a, a substantial amount of people like me that are willing to take uh, Bitcoin instead of uh, more cash. Now, Bitcoin is supposed to be, Bitcoin is 24-7, 365 days a year, right? It's not like a bank. You can send it anytime you want to. You can trade it anytime you want to, apparently. But I think everyone's got to admit that during the weekends in Bitcoin, things are not as exciting as during the week. Well, first of all, I mean, at least the cost to send Bitcoin goes down. For all you people that scream, oh, it's expensive to send Bitcoin, you wait till the weekend, it's not expensive to send Bitcoin. But the the, the other thing, it's clear that the traders out there, and I, I understand traders got to do what they got to do. They're part of this space too. This is where the big boys play. They, I'm not a trader, but I know they're here. They seem to be stuck in the, uh, I don't know, the traditional trading mentality of trading during the week and taking the weekends off. When will it happen? When, when are things going to even out a little bit more? When will weekends not be as uh, when will weekends be comparable to the regular days of the week or will it ever happen? Or just people just too stuck in the tradition of uh, not, not working on the weekends. I don't know. I, I you know, will Bitcoin change that trading uh, that, that traditional trading paradigm? Because it, it seems like, as soon as China wakes up on uh, on Sunday, then then things, uh, which is Monday morning to them, uh, things start to pick up. But uh, in in the uh, the ultimate Bitcoin world, it wouldn't matter. There'd be crazy crazy activity on a Saturday also. So will that ever happen? Who knows? Who knows? Will Bitcoin will Bitcoin change the way people uh, look at time? Well, it's already changed the way I look at time. I value my time and havings. Pound that like button. All right. I said there are going to be questions and answers. If you've got questions, I've got answers for all you people watching this live. Adam, let me borrow. Adam, let me borrow $15,000. No, never. I don't know you. Uh, do Whoa, I can't say that word. Adam, do you know anything about uh, QBTCU traded on the Toronto Stock Exchange? I think I mentioned when that came out. But, dude, uh, if it's what I think it is, and it's not Bitcoin, so <laughs> I, I suggest uh, you you buy the real thing. I don't let those things distract you. Just like in America, GBTC distracts many Americans. They could they should learn how to uh, store Bitcoin. And I know for the traditional investors, 
these traditional, I don't know, mixtures of, of Bitcoin, whatever these things are, they, they're easier to get. You're not, you don't have to send, you don't have, you don't have to know how to store, but it's worth it to learn the skills of sending and storing real Bitcoin. Because then you have the real thing. You don't have to play these weird games about Canadian stock exchange and whatnot. Now, uh, 123NoScope is up. Good to see you, man. Do you think it's reasonable for Bitcoin to have the same market cap as gold, $8 trillion by 2028, by the 2028 halving? So much liquidity floating around the system right now. Bitcoin will be different soon. Well, I, I don't think it's out of the question. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it's well I don't think it's out of the question. I wouldn't bet on it. I, I like to take it one step at a time, dude. You know I want to get to that tapiero line, one trillion dollars uh, market cap first. Uh, because you're you're talking four hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin there, I believe, to get to because a one one trillion dollar market cap I is like fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin, roughly. And so yeah, eight eight trillion would be uh Eight times that, which was what I just said. Um, what a, I now just messed the whole. I messed the whole equation up in my darn head. <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, the Bitcoin it would be a uh, fifty thousand dollars at one trillion dollar market cap, and then uh, at four four hundred. Yeah, what I said for eight, eight times fifty thousand is four hundred thousand. So no, I, I I wouldn't hold my breath for four hundred thousand uh, uh, dollar Bitcoin at twenty twenty eight. But, but it's not out of the question. But also, dude, wouldn't you just be happy with a $1 trillion market cap that year? <laughs> I mean, look at the smile that's coming to my face when I'm thinking about Bitcoin being worth $50,000. I don't need, I don't need six digit round, man. I, I, I mean, I've said it, but I, I'm, I'm conservative on this. Time. I'll just be happy if Bitcoin's $21,000 in 20, in 2024. <laughs> but, uh, no, in 2021. In 2021. 2024, I don't know. Okay. We're getting into dudes one day closer to an all-time high, okay? Uh, but yes, eventually, here's the deal. Here's the deal with your the, the base of your question, okay? Bitcoin will have a larger market cap than gold one day. Pound that like, like button. And that's the bottom line because Bitcoin Meister said so. Ooh, clean shaven. Watch yesterday's show to find out how I got clean shaven. All right. Um, all right. I had Bitcoin, but you can put uh, QBTCU and put it in your retirement account. Yeah, dude. So that's the thing. You, you're, the QBTC.U, I guess, is similar to GBTC, but in, in Canada. So again, it's the retirement account thing. I, I get it. I don't have one. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think about it much. Uh Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. Let's let, oh, Web City's in the house. Good to see you, man. West Coast in the house. Moving on to the topics here. So if you watch Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show, besides uh, Old Ugly Goat talking about him acting like a bird in jail. Yes, he really talked about that uh, at the 10 minute mark around then. Uh, we, we talked, we, we got word that, Coinbase uh, had another issue so uh, that dealt with the uh, Drug Enforcement Agency and the IRS in the United States. So I, I just want to remind everyone, <laughs> this is why you don't want to deal, deal with third parties, okay? You want to minimize your uh, 
your interactions with third parties when it comes to anything. So the, the dude that's talking about QBTC, I, I know you, you want to use your retirement money to, to, to get Bitcoin, but you're dealing with a third party and they're going to be holding it for quite some time. Now this, what, what went on here, and so you have to trust them. There's trust involved when you just simply, and you said you bought Bitcoin on your own. Um, so with Coinbase, uh, there's trust involved. But uh, the people who have bought from Coinbase up to this point, I mean, they know that Coinbase gives your, gives your social security number over to the IRS, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, the title is Coinbase wants to sell blockchain analysis software to the IRS and DEA a year after its neutrino acquisition. So people started to say that Coinbase was going to sell um, people's, their customers' information to the IRS and the DEA. Now, that, that would be uh, disturbing, like all their information, selling it. That doesn't sound very good. But what's going on here, Coinbase says, is that they've they've made some product that the IRS and the DEA can use that will not use Coinbase's information, but they'll just use publicly available information. Now, who, who no one, no one in their right mind <laughs> enjoys when a company says, I'm going to help the IRS and DEA collect information. It's not your private information, but it's information that's probably public. And trust us, we're never going to hand over your private information to the DEA. Don't worry. So uh, again, uh, here it says, I'm going to get, but I just want to give Coinbase a side of the information. The information uh, offered in Coinbase analytics has always been kept completely separate from Coinbase internal data. Coinbase analytics data is fully sourced from online publicly available data and does not include any personally identifiable information for anyone, regardless of whether or not they use Coinbase. All right. <laughs> Third parties, dudes. Third parties. So, you know, Coinbase seems to be diversifying their uh, their business. They're they're into uh, creating ways of helping the government. That's that's their business. That's something they do. All right, that's something they do. That that's the news of the of the day. But they're they're saying they did not sell your private information to the IRS and the. Uh, DEA, although clearly they've given your, they've had to have given your social security number given to the IRS uh, if you, you know, have purchased from them. Now, uh, here someone provides a big list of no KYC exchanges. There's, there are a lot of P2P ones listed here. Uh, be careful. I just, I, I share the link because people ask about these things. I don't know if all of these things work. Uh, it's this guy, Chris Belcher, tweeted this out. Uh, all right, so you, you can check that out if you're curious. Well, we were we someone mentioned gold. We're going to mention gold in one second. Uh, pound that like button, says uh, Web City USA. I, I agree. You like my clean shaven look, dude? All right. How about this shirt? You can get shirts like this listed below. This is like the Node shirt. 
people or the decentralized shirt. I don't know what you want to, people have different names for this one. And uh, all right. So Doug Casey. I, I like that Doug Casey promotes Bitcoin sometimes, but then he has these weird flashbacks to like 1982 and it's not 1982. And he, here we go. Let me, let me read you what I'm, what I'm, what I'm talking about here. I expect that gold will soon become the preferred medium of exchange for many. Uh, and again, he says gold will soon replace cash. That, that's his head. I get these free newsletters. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't cancel them because he doesn't, he hasn't gone the, uh, and he, and Doug Casey will never go the virtue signaling way. Like I, again, if you watch yesterday's show, you'll talk about, I talk about all these other newsletters. I, weird i don't even know how i got signed up for some of these things but all of a sudden they, they got to show that they uh they support uh all these uh communist causes and stuff doug casey would never do something like that i know that at least but i mean he occasionally he does this weird stuff early adopters will include dealers in drugs armaments and other uh prescribed merchandise these folks are very security conscious they will be joined by all manner of people who just want to do business below the government radar. It, it doesn't sound like he's describing gold there. It sounds like he's describing Bitcoin, but he's okay. He, he thinks all of a sudden <laughs> the, those type of people are going to be trading in gold. I mean, how, how doesn't that sound very convenient? I, I don't know. I mean, clearly Doug Casey still does have, has interest in gold business. I think we can, can make that conclusion. At least he's not Peter Schiff about the whole thing, okay? Now, he, here's a guru from... Now, Doug Casey was a guru from outside of the Bitcoin space, but he was in the financial space, and he worked his way into the Bitcoin space. This dude, Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki who I called Guy Kawasaki the other day, and then... No one corrected me, um, but uh, I, I realized that today that I messed up, but... This dude, he, he was the guy that wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So he's in the real estate. He's a guru to people. He's a guru to people who likes to like to read guru books about real estate and all that. And that's not my thing. But now he he is straight up saying he loves Bitcoin. You know, he uses the word loves, like loves it. Like a man loves a woman. Well, no, not like that. But well, maybe he does. Maybe he's value his love in Bitcoin there. I don't know. But he says, how many more... Oh, no, I said that. <laughs> I personally said that. But let's read what he said. Uh, people say, now I'm not trying to put him on a pedestal. I'm going to get to a point here. Do you want, do what you love? Well, I agree with that. It is also important to invest in what you love. I do not love stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or ETFs. That's good to hear. If you love them, invest in them. I have loved real estate since I was nine. Okay. Gold and silver since I was 25. Oh, you should talk to Doug Casey. Today, I love Bitcoin. What do you love? Well, dude, I mean, I don't want to say I love Bitcoin. But dude, yeah, Bitcoin is freaking, it's awesome. I like to, I like to use the word love for you know, humans and stuff. But, it, but besides the point here, we how many more outside the space gurus like this dude are going to be like this in the Bitcoin in the future? I mean, the more the merrier, the more the merrier, because he does hit an audience that might not feel comfortable with Bitcoin. Some of them might, but it, it might take, they, they might be guru worshipers, so they need their guru to tell them what to do. 
And clearly, if he says he loves the BTC, he's going to get some people over here. So they, I, I mentioned him a few weeks ago when I called him by the wrong name. Uh, <laughs> and so he keeps on talking about it. It doesn't seem to be a fad of his. He seems like he really loves it. Uh, and so we need more. And we don't need more, but there will be more. There will be more of the uh, uh, these these types of guys from and and gals from all sorts of outside all sorts of spaces that we can't even imagine. Cosmetics, who knows? Okay, now we're going to talk about an article here, and I don't really care about the subject of the article per se. It says experts weigh in on the impact of a potential Satoshi Nakamoto unmasking. That's Satoshi noise, okay? We're used to that. You know, they, they quoted Tone Bays and, and some good people and uh, Charlie Lee. Charlie Lee and Tone Bays, I consider them good people. Uh, they, they, they said hey, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if, uh, if, they, if we know who uh, he is. Who, uh, okay, whatever. I'm not going to get into that discussion now. But what I noticed in the article, uh, and I want to get into a noise aspect of it, though. But one, one, one thing I noticed in the article is that there was a warning. It says, editor's note. In the middle of the article, it says, editor's note. Investing in crypto coins or tokens is highly speculative, and the market is largely unregu unregulated. Anyone considering it should be prepared to lose their entire investment. Now, this is a Forbes article. I have seen these type of warnings quite a few times, quite a few times. And maybe they're doing it for legal reasons. I don't, I don't think they have to do it for legal reasons. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a writer here, okay? I, I don't think this is about liability. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't know. They, they feel guilty about talking about big, they're scared that people are going to come after them because uh, they decide to buy Altcoins or, uh, I mean, every, no one, you know, when I read about other financial mechanisms out there, they don't give such warnings. I don't, I don't see warnings and most other financial products are not new like Bitcoin. Okay. It just seems, uh, it seems like a little bit of overkill sometimes when we add this thing in there. Okay. Especially in this article, because the article was just about, you know, who is Satoshi Nakamoto, which is oh, so boring. Uh, God, so played out. So I, I wonder when these warnings are going to stop, because these warnings definitely leave an impression in the traditional finance person's head who reads Forbes, who stumbles upon this article, to be scared of Bitcoin. I, I mean, this, this is a, this isn't a line it's a warning. It's not going to get people into Bitcoin. Now, I don't care because it just uh, it, it just delays the process and, and keeps it cheaper for the rest of us. Okay, for now, uh, they will. The people, uh, the people who, the weak hands who are scared by this now, they'll regret that they were scared by uh, such warnings. Yet, also in the article, which really like totally ruined the legitimacy of the article, they quote John McAfee like. They ask his opinion on who Satoshi is, and he has like an insane story. Like he 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 says he he knows who he is, and then he communicated with him. Is this, is this the National Enquirer or is it Forbes? What what are you what are you going for here? You got, I mean, what were you? You had Charlie Lee, Tone Bays, 
then you have to have a, a, someone that's not respectable. Is, is that what you're going for here? I don't, I don't understand. But hey, do what you want to do. It's your own magazine. Uh, <laughs> do not accept the new normal. And let me just, before we go on to uh, South Africa here, I want to just see if there are any more questions. Okay, we got people talking over there. Uh, all right, yeah, someone's talking about Robert uh, Kiyosaki, who I called the wrong name the other day. <laughs> oh, God, uh, mistakes, mistakes. All right, now, they want to buy cheap coins. Hey, maybe... Maybe the, maybe that is why uh, the, the authors of these stories uh, put the warning in there. They're doing it for their own selves. I, I don't know. That's giving them too much credit there. I'm not sure about that one, but maybe. Okay. So let finally, uh, uh, this, was, uh, this is out of South Africa. JC sent me this, actually. Uh, the Ned Bank and Rand Merchants Bank Join 28 banks charged with RAND manipulation. All right. So for all you South Africans that play in the fiat realm. Now, I don't, there's a little bit of confusion here. Did the banks really manipulate the RAND or did the inefficient government of South Africa print so much RAND that they want to blame the banks for manipulating the RAND? I don't know. Okay. But, but, but here's the thing. Why would you, in South Africa, would you be, into the why would you be buying your wealth in rand when you can either have your government inflate it or maybe the maybe the banks uh, manipulated it? You know, in Bitcoin, you're not going to get inflation. You know, you're not going to get manipulation. Uh, you're going to get people attempting to manipulate, but you cannot manipulate it. Uh, so, yeah, interesting article, but it's just I, I've been and. For five years, I have specifically targeted South Africa and said, dudes, get into Bitcoin now. And I, I, I do have to give them credit. Per capita, uh, per capita among their middle class and above that have internet access, they they have a they're they're up there with the, the rest of the world. They're one of the uh, highest uh, compared to other countries with internet access, with people with internet access per capita. All right, so let's see. That's it. Uh, there were, you know, there's something. God, I hope I didn't edit this wrong. Is that fifteen thousand? Did I? Where did I? Okay, no, I'm talking to myself now. All right, dudes. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Value wealth in Bitcoin, not in Rand, please. Uh, you're gonna get more stories like that from a lot of other countries trying to sue their banks for manipulation of the currency. Don't be in that. Don't be in that your country's currency when it's being uh, when the country's suing the banks for manipulation of the currency. It's it's already too late. It's already too late. You should already be in Bitcoin. All right, yeah, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister, TechBalt.com. Support the show by retweeting me on TechBalt. New show every day. I'll see you guys tomorrow Monday, and I'll say hi to you in the chat. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye bye.